Have you been listening to this show for a while? Do you like this show? Do you want to see it continue? There's one way you can do that. You can actually visit our Patreon page and donate some money to make sure the show continues. That's the only way we fund the show, the only way we make it happen. Go to patreon.com slash we have concerns. Find out bonus stuff you can get for supporting us and make sure the show keeps on trucking. That's the big takeaway that I had. From yeah. It. Anyway, cruises. What are they about? I don't, I don't know. know. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Private spacecraft. Do you have one? Yes. Thank Let, God. Let's go. What are we doing this for? Let's get the hell out of here. What are we doing this for? This world is in trouble, and we have to leave. <laughs> oh, it can only fit one. Tiny baby. <laughs> One tiny baby. Your son, Jeff, will fly. We will send I him. I always knew he was built. In a rocket to a planet where, unfortunately, he is going to be weaker and dumber than everyone. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, reverse it's just Superman? Like, yeah, it's a reverse Superman situation, no. unfortunately. Uh, but it's the only planet where he can survive. But he will be... So weak and so dumb. Why has nobody made that where Earth is going to die and we send our last person to Krypton? I'm mailing this podcast to myself. It's a million to myself. Yeah, it's it's copyrighted. Mark. Mark Miller, you keep your fucking hands out of that this. That is so good. It's, uh, it's Krypton is full of Superman no. and one measly human. I fucking, Clark I get, Kent. Mark, Mark Miller is writing this down right now. It's real Clark Kent has to pretend to be Superman and his secret identity is Clark Kent. He has oh, to pretend to be superpowered all Nobody the time. steal this. This is it's ours. It's so good. You keep away from it. God, that is so good. Rob, put a uh, put a beep over this whole thing. <laughs> just, a, just a computer voice saying red acted that for 45 so seconds. That is so good. Um, thank you. Copyright me. Copyright me 2018. I mean, I think I had a hand in coming up with it. Uh, I think we have the tape and we can play it back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, I was here. I'm pretty sure we should just move on and you'll hear from my attorney. <laughs> Who I think is also your attorney in this case. Same attorney. Oh no! It's it's a Kramer verse. It's just a Kramer situation. It's just one Kramer (laughs) from Seinfeld. (laughs) A single Kramer. Uh, With it, just it's it's a lot of internal conflict. Uh, Here's what's up. When I private rockets, I'm talking about things like SpaceX. Elon Musk. Right. Uh, I'm talking about these these sort of companies that are popping up now that are doing things that government-run space agencies can't necessarily do, or Hmm. they're providing help to government-run space agencies. SpaceX obviously sends cargo up to the ISS now. Secret satellites we don't know about, they won't tell us about. I can feel the waves in my skull. Jeff, you're going to love this story. Ooh. So here's what's up. A lot of these things are what are called CubeSats. So satellites used to be gigantic. We're talking about huge, huge, huge things. But now we can launch tiny satellites, satellites that weigh just a few pounds. Mm -hmm. And we can send them into low Earth orbit and they can do things like take readings. They can uh, provide internet signals. They can do all sorts of things. They can do space science for us. Really amazing, but they're in really small packages. Mm -hmm. So these private companies are launching them up into space. But something that like has always been in my head and I the, actually the signals that they're are the signals from releasing? these satellites yeah. always putting been in your thoughts head. into my brain. Yeah. Um, but also a question like, like plots to new Superman movies. Yeah. But also <laughs> there's been a question in my head, right? Because there are a lot of stories about like, okay, so in one of the early NASA flights, 
Uh, somebody snuck a bag of M&Ms on with them. Uh, Elon Musk put a big old wheel of cheese into one of the early- <laughs> Classic Musk. Classic Musk, classic Monty the Python old, gag. The old cheese routine. Yeah, he, in the first SpaceX Dragon, he threw a big old wheel of cheese in there. And I was thinking to myself, all of these companies now, they're getting permission to launch these things, but do they have to get permission for each and every satellite? Do they have to get permission to- launch these things. Once these rockets are launched, can they do whatever they want with them? Right. Yeah. Who um, oversees, who oversees that? Yeah. Who, who is, who is international or interstellar customs really? Right. Interplanetary customs. Who's checking this stuff? Yeah. Who's making sure that they're not putting things up. Uh, and I was actually, uh, I was on a visit to JPL and I asked one of the engineers this and he said, no one really. Hmm. Uh, and then I found this story on quartz. I don't know who runs quartz who owns Quartz, what kind of outlet Quartz is, but I find a lot of great science stories on Quartz I lately. I agree, yeah. Good uh, stuff. Good, good, good one, Quartz. Yeah. Uh, but Bill I found this, Quartz. Bill Quartz. Yeah, uh, the Quartz who started, Empire. Who started this science empire. <laughs> uh, but there is a company called Rocket Lab, and they are launching these micro rockets. I mean, you think about uh, the SpaceX rockets. They're like... 30 or 30, I think, or 40 meters high. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, these rockets are 15 meters tall. So we're talking oh. about like, you know, tiny rockets. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying to launch these CubeSats up uh, more inexpensively and more often than other agencies. That sounds like a problem to me. That sounds like a potential problem. We're just going to put more shit into low earth orbit yeah. and nobody's overseeing it. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of the point of this article is rocket lab launched, uh, what they call their electron, mm. uh, on January 21st. It's a space pointed, uh, after they launched it, space pointed radar noticed a mysterious object in space alongside the three satellites that it launched. We knew they were launching three satellites. Yeah. But then there was a fourth object. Was it a little surfing man? It was a all tiny in silver? surfing man all in silver. <gasps> I Nor knew in it. Rag. I knew it. Um, Rocket Lab, unbeknownst to anybody, snuck something onto the electron that they call the Humanity Star. Oh, God. What's the Humanity Star? Uh, it's going to kill us all. Oh, good. <laughs> That's why they call it the misery. Humanity Star. <laughs> yeah. It's like Patriot Act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the Clean Air Act. Yeah, or the Clean Air Act. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the Humanity Star. The Humanity it's, it's Star, the Jeff. Humanity Keeps Going for a Long, Long Time Star. It's a one meter tall carbon fiber geodesic sphere. And do you know what it does, Jeff? No, I'm scared. What does it do? It's a strobe light. What? They launched a highly reflective, low poly disco ball into space. So we can all jam... Uh, as a planet together? Supposedly, it's going to be the brightest object in the night sky, <laughs> according to Rocket Lab. Oh my God. They launched disco light pollution into <laughs> orbit. <laughs> and Why? no one knew. Why? Because fuck you, we can. <laughs> because fuck you, we can. Because fuck you. Because some scientist at Rocket Lab was like, I'm going to give my daughter a star. I'm going to. Oh, that's gonna, actually beautiful. I'm going to. I'm going to put a star in the sky just for her. And you know what? God damn it. It's going to be the brightest star star in the sky for you, Jessica, because I love you so, so much. Dad, I'm, I'm worried uh, about the light pollution and the space junk. Won't it Jessica kind of ruin things? I have, I've spent air many, traffic could have blind pilots, many millions of dollars yeah. so that you and I can lie here on this blanket and stare up 
which is interesting because I'm very sick and I need an operation and it costs less than millions of dollars. But I, I wanted one time for you to see the splendor and majesty of, of the cosmos before you see, die. I, but I could see it every night if you would have paid my medical bills and got me out of this plastic bubble. Look at that star though. Look, look, that's not a star. It's something daddy put there and I named it. You know what I named it, Jessica? You know what I named it? What's that? Heather, after your sister, because she's the one that's going to live longer than you. <laughs> that's, but, uh, this is really, I think, a, a bad idea, father. <laughs> Jessica, there, I said it. This Heather, is Heather and I are going to miss you when you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, they launched it into space basically to just say, fuck yeah, we can. Uh, something, some things you should know. Uh, it's, it's going to look like kind of a shooting star. It's going to orbit earth every 90 minutes. Okay. It will eventually. That's fast. It's very fast. <laughs> I mean, a lot of satellites are. Yeah. Uh, but not all of them are like, look at me, look, look at me, me, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it will eventually, uh, burn up and fall out of orbit and, and how long? Uh, it's 50 million years, 50 million years. <laughs> no, it's going to last. It's going to last for a few months and then it will slowly fall out of its orbit and it will entirely burn up on reentry. So it won't cause. Any so that's issues. when the, that's when we know the party's over that's and we, when we all know, need to yeah. go home. The humanity star, when <laughs> the humanity star falls out of orbit, that's when we know we have to launch your boy in a rocket, <laughs> in an electron rocket, uh, uh, to a planet where he will just, he will he, be a dumb idiot. He will loser. be really the worst person. He's going to have a bad life. Yeah. A bad life. But he'll keep on living. Yay. <laughs> um, remember life is about length over quality. <laughs> so, this raised a lot of questions, obviously, in the community because, yeah. hey, it's kind of cool that you could do this, but at the same time, like, and it's kind of cool that you were responsible about it, like it's going to burn up. Yeah. But man, shouldn't you have had to check in with someone? <laughs> could you theoretically get, I don't know, a couple dozen of these things and spell out someone's name or do There's something There's a cool? plan to do this. Oh, God. There's an artist who is planning to launch a reflective network of these things. Oh, my God. That will, they won't necessarily make a pattern, but they will make kind of like this, this grid of reflective lights in the sky. Oh. You can launch whatever you want up there right now if you've got the money. That's yeah. what's crazy. Space is for sale, bro. Space is definitely this space for, sale. for rent. And when you think about this, like- a lot of these CubeSats that are that are being sent up, I mean, they do get approval. These missions get approval from various space agencies. Like NASA knew, the FAA knew that yeah. Rocket Lab was sending this stuff up, but they didn't know that they threw in like another thing because they don't check on that. It's crazy to me because this is something that, it's a, it's a very small effect, but it affects everyone on the planet. It literally affects everyone on the planet. We all all look up and see this thing theoretically, right? Yeah. So it feels like it needs some oversight in some way. You can't just dick around with space if we're all going to have to see it. You can't just dick around with space if we're all going to have to see it. Right. When we all have to see it. We all have to see it. Um, and that's something that people are worried about. I mean, obviously, as we throw more and more of these satellites up, we are talking about... NASA missions that have to figure out timing, right? And one of the yeah. things they have to do is they've got to fly through this junk. They've got to figure right. out a clear path and a clear time to launch through all this junk. They have to, we have to figure out things like light pollution. We have to figure out things like uh, communication pollution. As there's more and more of this stuff in low earth orbit, they're going to interfere with each other. But then like who, who decides, right? Who decides that having a big disco ball in space is not a worthwhile endeavor? So- 
in theory, it would be whatever agency you are launching with. So here's what's crazy. Even if the U.S. Now, and the U.S. is responsible for uh, the lion's share of space launches, right? We do the most satellite launches. We do the most space exploration. We do yeah. the most of this. The 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 most of this stuff. So most of these companies will launch using help from NASA right. or from the FAA. They go through that, but. I mean, if NASA starts making laws that are like, yo, you can't launch stuff out of here, or you can, we'll only launch this many satellites, or we'll only launch satellites that do this, we'll only help you, what's to stop other people from moving to another country and launching through them? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're seeing that in a lot of, you know, we're seeing that in, in biochemical research mm-hmm. and in genetics. It's like, well, if we can't do it here, we'll just go to China. Yeah. If you take the lead and then you take the responsibility, what stops other people from being irresponsible and taking the lead away from you? Right. Uh, the thing with rocket lab and their humanity star is, you know, they were just, they were just kind of using this as a harmless marketing tool. They're like, Hey, <laughs> just like all marketing tools are yeah. completely harmless. And they were, they, you know, they were trying to do it responsibly. Like when they say it's the brightest thing in the sky, it turns out like the, the courts reporter called up MIT and they were like, Hey, have you done research into this? And they're like, yeah, I mean, theoretically it could be the brightest thing in the sky at a certain time at a certain point. If you're standing in the right place, sure. Uh, like, but it's not going to cause a lot of like, they're doing a lot of marketing speak. I see. Uh, so it is a particularly harmless thing. Uh, but once again, this is them taking personal responsibility. Not everybody's going to do that. Right. Uh, but the nice thing about Rocket Lab getting this, re- this sort of attention from this marketing, this marketing stunt is Rocket Lab is doing some really interesting shit. What else are they doing? So Rocket- It's not just all disco balls in the sky? Oh, it's not just all disco balls in the sky, my dude. Uh, Rocket Lab is actually, like I said, they are launching- smaller rockets than anybody else is launching. Mm -hmm. They're doing it more often. Right. So what's interesting is to fly something the size of a SpaceX, you know, Falcon or Dragon or something like that, they can only launch so many of those a year. There are only so many windows, uh, so many opportunities. Uh, Those rockets can only get, you know, they only get them fueled up and ready to go a certain number of times a year. Mm -hmm. Rocket Lab actually launches more times a year. So even though their individual launches are more expensive, if you're somebody who's trying to get a communication satellite up and you need to get it up within a certain window, Rocket Lab is going to be able to help you before SpaceX can. Okay. So like if you need to send up a very small micro satellite, they can do it like monthly, they can shoot up a rocket monthly. Not only that, but their rocket doesn't use traditional rocket fuel, uses batteries. What? Really? Yeah. How's that possible? So it basically uses, uh, this like pump technology that like I used to have on my shoes in the nineties. It's it's essentially a Reebok situation. Yeah. uh, And they pay Reebok gets 10% of every space launch. Well, that seems fair. It is fair. And it's dope. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have them, the other kids will make fun of you. Um, so basically what it is, is it, uh, traditional rockets use this technology too, where they, they basically compress and pressurize and push the fuel through mm-hmm. super fast to get all the thrust that they need. Right. Um, rocket lab is doing the same thing by pushing basically electricity 
Wow. They're pumping, they're, they're, they're high pumping this electricity through. Because they don't need the, the same amount of thrust because they're using smaller rockets. It's much less thrust, yeah. but it's a much smaller rocket. Uh, it's still very expensive, right? but it is less wasteful hmm. than traditional rocket fuel. And as battery technology gets better and better, it will become a more efficient way to launch rockets. So by drawing attention to themselves, by launching this crazy disco ball into the sky, they are bringing attention to their company, which is like creating this alternative way to fire rockets into space. Huh. I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about this because on the one hand, I think it is an interesting disruptive technology that's kind of changing the way people do this and people are going to do it either way. Yeah. It's people are putting stuff into space. It's just how, and if they're going to improve that process, I'm all for it. On the other hand, it really does make me a little worried that there's no oversight yeah. into how this happens or when it happens or what it, what is happening. So I'm a little nervous about the fact that anybody can put something in space and who knows what that is, I mean, yeah. but it's been that way for a long time. Dude, I could put something in space tomorrow. No put something in space. We should no put something. We should put stuff in space. We should put something in space. What should we put in space? Your son. <laughs> well, you do Your have only him. son. You do have him so that I'll continue doing the show with you. How, how does this make our concerned citizens feel? Citizenry. Are you cool with this? Do you feel like it's just kind of, what happens in the wild frontier? And what would you put in space? And what would you put into space? I mean, disco ball's not bad, but I feel like we can crowdsource some better ideas here. Yeah, and you can uh, let us know that on Twitter. I'm at A Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. You can hashtag those, launch Jeff's baby. Wait, and that's uh, the, I don't want to get that trending. That's trending, baby. Oh, man. That's just trending that's like trending a baby, baby launch. <laughs> it's a trending baby. It's a launch baby. <laughs> It's a dumb and weak baby when it lands on the planet that it's going to land on. You can also leave your comments and your thoughts on this on the posts that we make for every episode in our Facebook group or our subreddit. Yep. It's facebook.com slash groups slash we have concerns or we have concerns.reddit.com. And we are going to take the best thoughts, comments, and conclusions and put them up in a video on our YouTube channel. Uh, some, some Monday. We're stealing your thoughts and putting them in our YouTube channel. Just like the satellites. <laughs> <laughs>